3: Baseball fans,
4: Hi,
5: Mark Zuckerberg. Welcome to the podcast where we talk about the metaverse.
4: I enjoy barbecue sauce. And you don't sound. That was that doesn't. That was sound my Mark Zuckerberg. Like- oh, that was pretty good. That that is that is SNL worthy. Thank you, Garrison. Be- because it's cause it's so bad. All right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> now <laughs> we have part. That was that was my only goal. <laughs> this is this is part two of the metaverse that never was. Um, here at it could happen here. And we're actually going to be talking about like the. It could I can't happen wait here, till we launch the metaverse of show
5: and pretend we never said all this shit. It's going to be the best, Garrison.
4: You know, Robert. <laughs> remember, remember when I was talking about um, Seek City and all of the virtual venues? Mm-hmm. Yeah, sounds, I just, I just, great. I just got a message from our beloved parent company, iHeartMedia. Oh, good. They plan to extend um, shows into the metaverse. Oh, uh, great. Which was a Which was announced a few weeks ago. Uh, well, yeah, you I guess, know, Garrison. Uh, about I've a week always. Ago.
5: Thought that the metaverse was a pretty good idea.
4: I think we we will talk about how the metaverse could be cool later in this episode, but then we'll explain why it won't be. Uh, but yeah, iHeartMedia I did announce so Web three in the metaverse are the newest consumer platforms for iHeartMedia. So sorry, I'm, I'm, I was just working. Yeah, in a, it's. I mean, it's fine. Working like, in a matrix yeah. 4 reference there. So oh uh, yes, I I see what yeah. you are doing there, Garrison. Th- thank you. Um, anyway, so. I'm guessing for non-Neil Stevenson fans, many of you probably had not heard of the metaverse before last year. Um, VR, sure. You've heard of VR. AR, maybe. Um, but probably just as, like, niche gaming technology. You know, not, yeah. not this massive... Not, not like a massive successor to the internet. Um, primarily three companies, Facebook, Epic Games, and Valve, uh, the, the later two being mostly gaming and software companies. Um kind of all decided the best way to push their niche uh, VR and software technology into the zeitgeist was with this flashy new marketing. And it kind of worked. Metaverse is now in many more people's, like, personal lexicon. But it's not really the metaverse. You know, like the Walmart thing, it's a way to attract investors and drum up free press but it's still the same old VR and AR applications of the technology. Yeah, None of these companies are trying to make Metaverse a thing that we actually want or, you know, working towards an interconnected, immersive, 3D, open-source successor to the Internet. All of the different websites and services we use, United Under One Digital Roof, are like a super platform that, you know... Is is made up of all of these sub You know, you have social media, online gaming, and all of like the you know ease of life apps, all accessible through the same digital space under the same digital economy. Th- that that thing isn't happening. People, like that's not what people with money are actually pushing towards, even though they're still using the metaverse term. Yeah. Um, there was a great piece in Wired that came out last month as a part of their Matrix VR issue. Mm-hmm. Um, it was uh, called uh, the Metaverse is simply big tech but bigger. It was by uh, Cecilia DeAntasio. It was it so it's, it's a wonderful piece, and I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna say a quote from it right here. Um, by the mid 2000s, it became clear that money wasn't in building individual websites that we could access on the open web. It was making information sorters, channels, aggregators, and publishers open enough to scale with user generated content but closed enough to reap enormous profits. This was the evolution from Web 1 to Web 2. For nearly 30 years, the gravity of the consolidation has pulled the cyberspace together under the auspice of fewer and fewer corporate titans. The freaky little planets get drawn together, collide, and make bigger planets, collide again, and make stars or even black holes. Facebook eats Instagram and WhatsApp. Amazon swallows two dozen uh, e-commerce sites. And you're left with these few supermassive players controlling and appropriating the celestial motion of billions of users. This is how big tech got big. Uh, end quote. So, yeah, like now we have all of our isolated toolboxes, and they really fight against any inter platform integration. You have, you know, Microsoft Office and they're, they're like, off, their Office Suite, you have like Google mm-hmm. Workspace, you have Apple's own like Airdrop, Apple Pages, and, Fi- and Final Cut Pro. Plus the the nightmare that is Adobe's subscription tools. Like Google wants you to spend all day checking your Gmail, traveling with Google Maps, watching videos on YouTube, and browsing on Chrome. Meanwhile, your friend texts you via iMessage, uses Apple Maps, and calls his mom on FaceTime. This is not a single person in the world uses Microsoft Edge. That is true. But like this, this form of the internet is the one that the metaverse is growing out of. Metaverse is just a way for tech companies to add VR and AR and the accompanying extra surveillance and data collection to this porfo- to like their own portfolio of proprietary products. But in order for that to happen, they need to convince us that we need headsets for the next evolution of the internet. So it's not surprising that Facebook and Zuckerberg were the first ones to crack this thing wide open. It's, they own not only four of the top six so- social media platforms, but also Oculus, which is the most popular manufacturer of VR hardware. VR has been relegated to niche gaming technology for, like, basically two decades, and Zuckerberg decided the best way to sell more of his headsets and software was to give the tech a fresh new paint job and call it Metaverse. And, like, it's sort of working. There were approximately 9.4 million shipments of VR headsets in 2021. million of which were done during the holiday season after Facebook's big metaverse event. It's suspected that the Quest 2, which is made by Oculus, a.k.a. Facebook, um, makes up for more than three-quarters of all those headsets sold. So demographics data isn't explicitly available, but probably a lot of kids received these things as holiday gifts. Um, Oculus meta, Facebook, does not release its VR headset sales figures, but the Oculus app that, uh, that you need to have to make the headset work uh, shot to the top spot in Apple's App Store on Christmas Day. That was the first time it's ever been the n- the number 1 mm-hmm. app on the App Store, so indicating a spike in headsets received as holiday gifts. So th- they're selling a lot of headsets. Like, o- like Oculus is is selling a lot of their things. Like you know, I I I got one a few years ago, but you know, now there's 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 more and more of them circulating. Um but you know, this it's still all relegated to VR. Like, it's not actually metaverse. You know, arguably the closest thing we have to the actual metaverse is stuff like Roblox and Minecraft. Now, th- that is still not it's, that's not immersive 3D. It's you're still looking at it through a 2D screen. But it, it it is software that gives users development tools to create their own projects within this shared 3D space. What separates these things, and basically all attempts from making the metaverse, from being the ideal metaverse is still the proprietary aspect. Everything is isolated islands. You, you can't take your Roblox game into Minecraft, right? It still is isolated to their specific things. But, you know, nevertheless, Roblox's uh, CEO described the company as the shepherds of the metaverse in early 2021, and he is kind of right. It's like that's not That's not totally inaccurate. Um... I'm going to quote again from the uh, the Wired piece uh, by Cecilia D'Antazio. Um If big tech's unchecked growth continues, there will be multiple metaverses, if there are any at all. Each will be interoperable under one tech giant's giant umbrella, the same way Apple is both a walled garden and a convenient habitable terrarium for its dedicated consumers. Users love the seamlessness of Apple's proprietary operating system, the um, ambiguity of iMessage and Apple presumably loves the 30% commission it can charge on developers who sell apps in their app store. So Epic Games is the other big metaverse proponent right now. You know, they were they were actually making announcements about metaverse a few months before Facebook did. Um, and the, the CEO of Epic Games, uh, Tim Sweenley, has been outspoken against a metaverse ran by a big tech giant like Apple. But that's not that's not really genuine cuz his version of the metaverse entails a cyberspace made accessible through Fortnite and Unreal Engine two things owned by Epic Games so like it's not like he's not actually sincere about creating an open source thing he just wants to be the one to control it he's just upset that he thinks someone else might um he tried to uh, sue Apple uh, last year and and failed um and the California judge told him that uh Epic Games seeks a systematic change which would result in a tremendous monetary gain and wealth. The lawsuit is a mechanism to challenge the policies and practices of Apple and Google, which are an impediment to Mr. Sweeney's vision of the oncoming metaverse. So it's not actually about, like, him being against big tech giants and being against a big tech giant-ran metaverse. It's just that he doesn't like that he won't be able to make as much money with it if multiple tech companies... Work together to make it like that's 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 really what he's concerned about. He would rather be in control of this thing, um, because like yeah, it would be really interesting to see if multiple tech giants work together to create an actual successor to the internet, like an actual like you know how the internet's just when you open up your computer and you have access yeah. to the net. It's not it's it's not like running a specific program. You get to go on all the things. It would be interesting if people actually work towards creating that. But no, it's all about creating very isolated operating systems with a very isolated tool like tool chest like you can't access steam games via the Oculus store these things don't these things don't work now you can oculus you can use the oculus on steam games but not vice versa
5: they're making things the way they're making things because they're not trying to design a new internet because for one thing the internet wasn't designed it was like the result of a bunch of it, people yeah. who were doing things that interested them all kind of intersecting and building upon each other and second like yeah they're in they're not they're making individual profit tunnels they're not actually trying to create um they're not trying to rep, like actually trying to think about what people might want next or what people might might want beyond the internet they're thinking how what can we sell that we're not currently selling and that's never going to be the thing that figures out yeah i, I don't know
4: yeah on on that point i'm going to do one final quote from the wired piece um if, if these companies dominating cyberspace did decide to collaborate simultaneously, piecing together opposite sides of the quilt to create a digital textile, that would be very polite. But is there a world in which Microsoft, Facebook, Epic Games, Apple, uh, NVIDIA, etc., combine all of their valuable products, Captain Planet style, into an architect of the metaverse under open source standards nobody in particular reaps billions from? That's sort of a tall task. To overhaul your code and collaborate with your competitors? Why would 3 or 4 tech giants partner to make a metaverse when they already spent decades and billions constructing one of their own? So yeah, it's it's, it's never going to happen. The way the way society is made, the way internet works, that's not ever going to be a thing. And speaking of companies and things that you can buy online and advertising, here's some ads. Woo! We're back, Back. and we're we're going to talk about possibly the most successful version of AR of of VR technology. We're going to talk about the actual use cases that are generating actual profit. So (laughs) there is a there was a tweet a few days ago that uh, I'm I'm just going to read the tweet, and then then we'll talk about the implications. Um th- this went very very viral. Um I okay. caught this very early on though. And I, I I started writing about it and then a whole bunch of articles dropped on the topic. A farmer in Turkey has fitted his cows with virtual reality goggles to make them think they are outside in summer pastures. The farmer found out that these pleasant scenes make the cows happier and produce more milk. Future is metaverse. <sighs> so, That's... we're going to talk we're going to talk about the cow matrix. We're going to talk about the uh, <sighs> yeah, it is. It is amazing
5: time. <laughs> to go back in time and tell people, "Hey, you know that hit movie, The Matrix? In the future, we're going to do that, but for more milk <laughs> to get <Yeah>. milk."
4: <laughs> so the thing that went viral about it, that kind of broke the story for a lot of people, was this farmer in Turkey with the pictures of the cows with VR goggles on them. Pretty, pretty, pretty fucked up. Um, but the, the idea and the actual technology used uh, came from came from Russia. Um, uh, farmers worked together with developers, uh, veterinarians and consultants at the, uh, oh boy, here, here's a Russian town name, or I guess a farm name, Kragskernovk, I don't know. Yeah, that it's, sounds it's, right. It's, it's sounds close right. enough. I, I think we can,
5: <laughs> we can, we we, I think you
4: nailed it. It's, 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 it's this farm near Moscow, um, and they teamed up, so all these, you know, farmers, developers and vets and consultants teamed up to make this cow matrix project. Um, And there was an official statement from the Moscow Ministry of Food and Agriculture reads, The global trend towards universal computerization significantly simplifies work processes in many areas and allows you to achieve unprecedented results. Russian milk producers keep up with the world standards and are even ready to offer the market new and unexpected solutions. On a farm in the Moscow region... A prototype of virtual reality glasses were tested to improve the conditions for keeping cows. Employees of one of the largest farms in the Moscow region, together with IT specialists, decided to conduct an experiment studying the influence of virtual reality and developed a layout of VR glasses. So, the the herd donned these VR systems adapted for the heads of cows, um so like and they also had to they had to, uh, to to make the imagery work they needed to tweak the color palette in the software to make it suitable for the cow's vision because cows can't see red or green so there's just sh- shades of yellow and blue so in order to mm-hmm. replicate what grass like to them they had to you know change the stuff um but yeah and they programmed a a unique summer field simulation program and subjected it onto these cows uh the ministry the the Russian Ministry of Agriculture concluded that the cow matrix does work um in a statement from twenty nineteen right. a, a few a few years ago uh officials said environmental conditions have significant have a significant impact on cow health and as a consequence the quality and quantity of milk produced so you know like this is the thing i I, I talk with um someone I know about this and they're like well, if it makes the cow like Actually, happier and healthier than like, what's the problem? And like, the problem is, is that like, you're gaslighting an entire creature's reality. Like, you're like, you're, you're, you're like, non consensually gaslighting their reality, and I. That is, I don't like that. Yeah, like, I don't think everything it, like,
5: we do to cows is without their consent. So, I, I it's one of those things where it's like, but is we're this, also
4: not gaslighting their reality in this. Like, we're not depriving their senses of what the world is.
5: No, this seems like an escalation in our war on the cow.
4: Yeah. So, you know, this other farmer in Turkey heard about this and decided to try it out on his cows. Um and, yeah, the fucked up cow matrix, or the cow tricks, uh, does seem to do its job, extracting more milk from the cow to increase profit- profitability. Sweet. Um, a quote, fr- quote from the farmer said, uh, we get an average of 22 liters of milk per day from the cows in our farm. The milk average of the two cows that wore the VR glasses went up to 27 liters. So, yeah. When 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 the story first broke, there was uh the, the most popular article was from a site called Futurism, which made yeah. made made me made me very depressed about this about Futurism. Yeah. Um You it, should be uh,
5: depressed about Futurism, Garrison.
4: Yeah, it 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 made me mad enough that I'm gonna read some of it to you. Oh good. Thank God.
5: <laughs>
4: I haven't been angry in seconds. <laughs> that cows produce more milk when VR makes them think they're in beautiful green pastures proves that keeping them in agriculture environments isn't healthy nor does it make them happy putting them in a cow matrix does sound a little grim yes but you can't argue with the results
5: oh my god (laughs) i can (laughs) i i
4: say you actually can also
5: all this has shown is that like potentially if you put cows in this thing during the winter when it's not sunny and bright outside then they are happier this is not shown that, for example, taking all cows out of pastures and sticking them in matrix boxes would make them happy. Yeah, because the like, thing
3: is,
4: they're not they're not in pastures; they're in little jail cells with VR goggles on their head. So, like, it's that was that was the use case, and like th- yeah. the quote from the farmer is like, "They're watching green pasture, and it gives them an emotional boost. They are less stressed." Um, and the farmer says he t- plans to he plans to buy ten more. So, like, you can spend thousands of dollars on specialized cow VR headsets. Um... Or you can, you know, like use that money to buy more land for the cows to spread out. And in, if we're at that point in society that, in order to make, in order to, in order to make enough cow milk, we need to gaslight cows by overruling their senses with a clunky VR headset on their little fussy faces. Maybe we should stop having milk. Maybe we should like. Maybe mm-hmm. that's it. Like, if if we require this to have milk in our cereal, then nope, no more. Not not gonna. I'm not gonna do that. I refuse. That's not, like, it's already an iffy practice if you don't buy milk, like, like locally from a farm you know. So if, if we're doing this, that just, like, immediately checks me out of every, like, no. I'm just fully, fully not. Mm-hmm.
5: Yeah, I think that's kind of evil. I think that's kind of evil. Like, the whole industry w- w- way by which we produce meat at scale is pretty evil. But yep. that's an escalation that's an escalation it's
4: it's the the specific thing of like of 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 overruling their reality and senses um of another living creature like that is that yeah. Yeah, for some reason uh, for some reason not that just that turning that upsets them me.
5: into a way in or- for you to get like meat and not
4: just like turning them into food but but like making their living Altering. conditions really shitty and then making trying to trick them into thinking they're not. Yeah, it's
5: even it's... worse than just having them live in shitty conditions, yeah. I think, from oh, an ethical absolutely. standpoint. it Maybe it's more pleasant for the animal, but from like our standpoint, it's worse yeah. to me.
4: Yep. So speaking of, uh uh I don't know. Don't there do this some... to cows. <laughs> is, there, is, is there some segue that we can work this in? For you know
5: break? what does essentially force you to live in an alternate reality that allows you to be more productive for the people who make money based on your existence.
4: Buying these products and services that support uh, this podcast?
5: Oh, I was just going to say podcasts in general do that, but yes. Oh,
4: yeah, also sure. yeah, Cool.
0: The following is a high-five moment from highfivecasino.com. Welcome to Burger King
3: Just log into your BetMGM sports account to get started. Then visit your promotions section to access the Swing for the Fences free to play game. There's nothing more exciting than going yard with the king of sports books. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. Must be 21 plus and present in Ohio. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards vary depending on market and expire 24 hours from issuance. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 GAMBLER. In partnership with MGM Northfield Park.
4: All right, we are back, and I, my my last my last big section here is titled "We Are the Cows." So this is that's gonna no. that's gonna give give you a sense Nuh-uh. of how of how we're gonna talk about what don't happening. like it, don't like it. <laughs> so. What 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 the cow tricks really demonstrates, though, is that the end goal of all this is to make us the cow, right? I we we are, and we already are to some degree with like the internet and, smart, and and smartphones. But this is more. This is an escalation, right? Like the people, the ghouls at Silicon Valley, and you know the whole tech world want they they want a world where we are forced to don hardware rigs. That block out our body's senses and replace the input with digital coded counterfeit. That's that's an internet that tries to convince you that you're inside of it and it is inside of you. That that's yeah. that's, that's that that is what they want, really. Like, even if we get the metaverse that I would prefer, you know, like the, the mythical open source, interconnected successor to the internet with all these different websites, tools, and games that I like all together and intuitively accessible through a shared digital space. Even if we get that, like, which we won't. And we if won't. there's safeguards to protect digital privacy that are built in, which there wouldn't be, Mm-mm. that doesn't actually make the real world much better. Like, it, in my opinion, AR technology specifically could be really cool. Um, but yeah, re- des- but,
5: about it. Mm-hmm.
4: But redesigning the world to require headsets, goggles, or AR glasses would suck. Like yeah. that would not only for people who can't get that technology, right? If, if if we redesign the world to be like the only way to interact with systems is through this digital lens, that's gonna suck. We we, we now we already have that to some degree with smartphones and the internet, but this is another escalation of it. Mm-hmm. And again, like like the cow, it's just gonna be a way to paint over our late capitalist climate disaster of a world. Uh, Metaverse is a tech capitalist solution to our current and pressing political and ontological problems. And I have to yeah. use the bathroom really badly
5: <laughs> well I'll talk for a little while I think a big part of what Garrison is saying is that instead of relying on these tech industry ghouls to to build the future for you which is a future in which they sell you a way to hide from the hell that they have made of the world and others like them have made of the world instead of doing that you could just spend the rest of your life listening to podcasts, put put blinders on over your eyes, cover up all of your senses but your ears, and just exist forever in a cocoon made entirely of my voice and, and occasionally Garrison and Chris's and Sophie's voice, but mainly my voice. So you're, say- and, so and you're let- saying
4: not listen to just any podcast, but podcasts that you benefit from?
5: I don't think people should listen <laughs> to any podcast that I don't do. That doesn't seem right, Sophie. <laughs> W- oh, where's my angle on that huh I don't know um, I don't know how long we should vamp while Garrison just leaves in the middle
4: of the I, I, I,
5: I really needed to be really uh-huh. was... well it's okay I just told everybody that we're the metaverse now Garrison Our I, tr-
4: I drank so much coffee this morning it was a problem <laughs> okay and similar to all this you know remember the John Carmack interview from 2020
5: yes oh, that's such a bummer
4: the, the Doom co-creator and former CTO of, of Oculus. Yes, these bodies are a curse, John. <laughs> yeah. On The Joe Rogan Show, he openly said, The promise of VR is to make the world you wanted. It is not possible on Earth to give everyone what they would want. Not everyone can have Richard Branson private islands. People react negatively to any talk of economics, but it's resource allocation. You have to make decisions about where things go. Economically, you can deliver a lot more value to a lot more people in the virtual sense. We can have virtual devices that can get cheap enough that lots and lots of people will be able to have these. Not everyone can have a mansion. Not everyone can have a home theater. These are things we can simulate, though, to some degree in virtual reality. Now, the simulation's not as good as the, as the real thing. If you're rich, you probably have your own home theater or mansion in private island. Good for you. You're probably not the people who's going to benefit the most from this thing. Most of the people in the world live in cramped quarters, and are not, and they would that. And that's not what they would choose to be. in if they had unlimited resources, there's this piece of art that goes around the internet. It's the, this dystopian kid in a corner, drooling with goggles on, with like rainbow pictures. But it's a terrible looking place. And people say this is the world you're trying to build. People plug it into virtual reality and ignoring the world around them. And <laughs> Carmack's response is encouraging. He he says, but is his life really better off if he takes the goggles off and he's in the horrible place? So I, I I think Carmack really has convinced himself that virtual reality is a path to making the world a better place. In in the interview, he compares VR to the invention of like air conditioning. He says like I I live in Dallas; it's a hundred degrees yeah. here. We change the world around us in all that we do. We live in air conditioning. Pe- people don't generally go, "Oh, you're not experiencing the world around you because of air conditioning." This is what human beings do. We bend the world to our will. And this is how things get better by building by building technology and distributing them to people so that they have something better than what we would, they would have if they didn't exist. Now, if you dig into what he's saying here, there's actually a few interesting things because for yeah. one, yeah, air conditioning is actually kind of bad. Like the yeah, way we're it, using it and what it represents it is a Band-Aid solution to our continual problem of heating up the earth and it's making the problem worse every single day yeah and honestly it's it's yeah it's like it's like a bandaid that also makes the problem worse cuz ac contributes to a lot of it's energy like a use Band-Aid and emissions made
5: out of human
4: shit but you know air conditioning is also an actual material change right like it can it can yeah. actually help people not die due to heat the metaverse and vr as talked about does not improve a middle-to-lower-class person's material conditions. And to say so demonstrates how disconnected these tech bros are from a regular person's reality. The metaverse and VR and like virtual worlds are going to be built based on the perception of reality held by those who create them. That's why we're getting shitty digital private movie theaters, fake mansions, Mm -hmm. and metaverse concerts, and H&M NFT stores. They're giving us a simulated version of the world that they actually get to live in for real— we can refuse this we we don't need to take them up on this offer if we're going to be stuck with a with multiple proprietary branded uh, metaverses that are made by rich tech bros to mirror a world that the that the rich tech bro gets to live in the best thing we can do is fuck with it we can sabotage yeah. it from the inside we need to spam floating dicks at a metaverse concert this yeah. is the actual thing that needs to happen because like Look. We all know (laughs)
5: terrorism is fun, right? Everybody loves terrorism, but there's horrible consequences for doing it in the real world. In the metaverse, there's no laws against terrorism yet. You can (laughs) terrorize however you want in the metaverse, and it's just trolling,
4: and that's fine. So do as much of it as possible until they make it illegal. The concept that, would go really well with this type of thing is the poetic terrorism concept mm-hmm. of yes. this applies like perfectly to this idea of how we need to fuck with these digital spaces that are trying to be created because yeah like they're like they're pretty bad it, during 2021 bitcoin consumed all of the uh, electrical energy um by uh, equivalent to a country like argentina um mm-hmm. in 2021 the bitcoin network handled like uh, 97 million transactions so this is roughly 0.012% of the worldwide volume of non-cash transactions. But Bitcoin was responsible for uh 0.54 of global electricity consumption on total, which is astronomical. Like yeah, that's all, the- like that's it's it is ridiculous on average. That's like uh, a, a like 1300 Uh, kilowatt hours per bitcoin transaction which is so much energy the power consumed by a single bitcoin transaction on average could power an average u.s household for one and a half months it's it is ridiculous how much and how much it's getting used and they're trying to build you know like the seek city thing they're trying to build this metaverse off of crypto which they're like I'm sad because, like, crypto could be really... Similar to the metaverse, crypto could be really rad. Like, crypto could be an actually super rad thing, but the way it's being used right now is really environmentally damaging. Um, And this, this linking of web 3 you know the mythical web 3 and the metaverse to crypto is showing like yeah it's it is kind of like the band-aid solution where it's not it's 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 not it, it's not actually fixing the problem and it's kind of making the problem worse because yeah. they're so set on linking it to crypto right now that it's it sucks like it, it's it's it, it's gonna happen and it's gonna suck what you can do is you can spam final fantasy 7 porn you can spam sonic the hedgehog feet pics this is this is the only tool we have <laughs> but save for actual terrorism which we're not gonna talk about on this podcast you can but we can talk about poetic terrorism that is something that you can do you can fuck with these systems from the inside and make them unusable and that's that's really the only thing (laughs) and that's what i'm gonna do in my spare time because it's fun Yeah. yeah
5: um do do poetic terrorism in the metaverse um go fuck it up for them um and maybe in the process here's my dream garrison that perhaps in the process of
4: fucking it up for them, we build something that we actually like. That's the thing, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. that is similar to how the internet kind of got originally created. Mm-hmm. Of course, now it's turned into this hellscape. But you know, that'll, prob- that'll probably happen It'll anyway. It'll take 10 years or more for the metaverse. But we can get a little bit of fun out of it.
5: <laughs> and we can have some fun with it like we did on the internet for a couple of years. Uh-huh. Before it all got real bad. So oh. that, is
4: the, that is the metaverse that doesn't exist. Um, and yeah so fight against the cow matrix as best as you can yeah, do your best pull them and out you...
5: build a city for the cows in the Extract... center of the world
4: make a cow Zion Yeah. it's up to us god this is depressing alright that's the episode
1: could happen here is a production of cool zone media for more podcasts from cool zone media visit our website coolzonemedia.com or check us out on the iHeartRadio radio app apple podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts you can find sources for it could happen here updated monthly at coolzonemedia.com slash sources thanks for listening
0: the following is a high five moment from highfivecasino.com welcome to Bird would you like a hot apple pie today? Yes, yes, yeah, I won! Woohoo! So, that's a yes on the apple pie? I just went big-time playing High Five Casino on my phone! Real cash prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games, yeah. So, yes or no on the apple pie? Woo! I won again! I'll take that as a yes. Drive around. Have you had your high five moment today? Only at HighFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High Five Casino. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month. No matter what kind
5: Happy Pride! This is Raquel Willis from Queer Chronicles. I'm here to tell you about Lambda Legal. For more than 50 years, Lambda Legal has been in court protecting the civil rights of LGBTQ plus people and everyone living with HIV. And the good news is you can help. Support Lambda Legal's work by donating this Pride Month. Throughout June, all donations up to $100,000 will be matched. To donate, go to lambdalegal.org. That's L-A-M-B-D-A legal.org. Help Lambda Legal remain unstoppable